when discussing about guru issues within Srila Prabhupada's International Society for Krishna Consciousness. We are discussing about various difficulties that have arisen. <clears throat> A novel so-called solution to all these difficulties is the Ritvik theory, the idea that no one after Srila Prabhupada should initiate, that Srila Prabhupada remains the sole initiator for all members of ISKCON, for all generations into the future. I plan to discuss that in some more detail in an upcoming talk. But in this talk, I simply want to read many quotes from His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada, in which he clearly states that he wants his disciples in future to be gurus. Starting as early as 1966, when he had his first followers in the West, right up to shortly before his departure, and often in between, he made the point that those who are disciples now, they will be gurus in future. Not that they stop being disciples, but they will accept the role of gurus also. So in this talk, I'm mostly going to be reading from <clears throat> quotes of His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada. It seems that devotees maybe others also, they're not so enlivened when you're just reading rather than speaking ad lib. But when we're reading what Srila Prabhupada has to say, that is, of course, uh, most edifying. And it stands as evidence, or at least those who are somehow rather convinced by the Ritvik theory or swayed by it, uh, I was going to say it stands as evidence that the theory is, is bogus. Uh, but at least it gives them serious food for thought that Srila Prabhupada, he definitely wanted his disciples to initiate after his departure from this world. And there's no indication, although you can... In by some kind of interpretation, you can say that Prabhupada changed his mind at the last minute or something like that. But there is much on record. It's recorded either in writing or in sound files, which have now been transcribed, that he said this. And off the record also, uh, he told uh, various devotees, we accept on their word that he told them that they should initiate in future. Of course, those who don't want to believe this won't believe it. Anyway, this talk is mostly going to be reading from what Srila Prabhupada said about this. So, let's get started. In 1966, July of 1966, that means 
before Srila Prabhupada had initiated anyone in the Western world, Srila Prabhupada stated in a Bhagavad Gita talk in New York City, there is no consideration of material impediment. It is open for everyone. Chatur Varnyang Maya Shrishtam. That is a chance given. That you can become a Brahmana, you can become a great devotee of Lord Krishna, and you become you can become the spiritual master of the world. And I think you should take it seriously. So there you go. Uh, they, you have to take it seriously, and the, you'll find, or we'll find as we go through this, that Srila Prabhupada again and again says he wants his disciples to be gurus. They have to take it seriously. There is a qualification required to become spiritual master. To become a spiritual master of the world, you could try and interpret that to mean that you just become the shiksha disciple, uh, shiksha guru, just giving instruction, not initiation. But to be the spiritual master of the world, it's understood that you will accept disciples also. Uh, now, the next month, just three weeks later, Srila Prabhupada in New York City stated in a lecture, People at the modern age are lacking this knowledge, so we require hundreds and thousands of spiritual masters who have understood this Krishna science and preach all over the world. That is the problem. Therefore, we have formed this society and we invite all sincere souls to take part in the society and become a spiritual master and preach this science all over the world. We have formed this society, therefore, Srila Prabhupada, we have formed this society so that there can be hundreds and thousands of spiritual masters to preach Krishna consciousness all over the world. Srila Prabhupada at different times ascribed different reasons why he founded his ISKCON. And, uh, the, of course, he made the basic rules or the p basic purposes he, he outlined. But here's, here he states that the reason he has founded ISKCON is to have thousands of spiritual masters to preach the knowledge of the Krishna science all over the world. This is in a letter of 1967 to Madhusudan Das, the great Madhusudan, a very sweet devotee, still very much involved in Krishna consciousness. I wish that in my absence all my disciples become bona fide spiritual masters to spread Krishna consciousness throughout the whole world. Pretty clear. In a letter of 1968, Srila Prabhupada writing to Achyutananda, another great figure of the early Krishna consciousness movement, writing to Achyutananda and Jai Govinda, I am training you all to become future, future spiritual masters, but do not be in a hurry. That theme we'll find again and again. Srila Prabhupada says this, again talking about qualification. What had happened was Achyutananda and Jai Govinda were in Calcutta. Some people had asked about taking initiation from Achyutananda in particular. And Srila Prabhupada made the point, I'm training you all to become future spiritual masters. 
Now, again, in 1968, Srila Prabhupada, in a talk, said, this is on his Vyasa Puja day, he said this on the on Vyasa Puja day, when his young disciples, young physically and young in Krishna consciousness, they're worshipping him as their guru, and he's telling them that you also have to become gurus. Srila Prabhupada said, this spiritual master's succession is not very difficult. Of course, my students, they offer me so much respect, but all these respects are due to my spiritual master. So there we go. The Ritvik idea is that you're only supposed to represent Srila Prabhupada, but every guru does that. He represents his own guru. It's semantics about whether or not you officially give initiation. But the tradition and the order of Srila Prabhupada is to give initiation. Srila Prabhupada continuing, I am nothing. I am just like a peon. Just like a peon delivers a letter. He is not responsible for what is written in that letter. He, is, he simply delivers. But a peon's duty is that he must seriously carry out the order of the postmaster and deliver the letter to the proper person. That is their duty. Similarly, this parampara system is like that. Everyone of us should become a spiritual master because the world is in blazing fire. As we sing every morning, the first verse of the Guruvashtaka, Sangsara Dava Nala Lidha Loga, the the whole world is in a blazing, like a blazing forest fire. And the Guru is the one who takes the mercy from the ocean of Krishna and rains down the Krishna consciousness to deliver people from that fire. So we, we also, we're supposed to take, having taken that mercy, we're supposed to take it and ourselves address the blazing fire of material existence. Spiritual master is not a new invention. It is simply following the orders of the spiritual master. So there you go. There's Prabhupada's order. Prabhupada's order to become a guru. You have to follow the order. All my students present here who are feeling so much obliged to me, I am also obliged to them because they are helping me in this missionary work. At the same time, I shall request them all to become spiritual masters. Every one of you should be spiritual master next. And what is their duty? Whatever you are hearing from me, whatever you are learning from me, you have to distribute the same in toto without any addition or alteration. Then all of you become the spiritual master. That is the science of becoming a spiritual master. To become a spiritual master is not a very wonderful thing. Simply, one has to become a sincere soul. That's all. In the Bhagavad Gita, it is said that by disciplic succession, this yoga process of Bhagavad Gita was handed down from disciple to disciple. So here Srila Prabhupada is talking about becoming a spiritual master. Next, he uses the term succession. He is the current link in this disciplic succession. And he is asking his disciples to become the next. And then after that generation comes the next. This is called parampara. 
one after the other. Uh, in 1968, again, Srila Prabhupada wrote, uh, sorry, this is from an interview. Someone questioned him about the future of the movement. Srila uh, Prabhupada said, our method is very simple. If one is fortunate enough to meet a bona fide spiritual master and if he and if he acts strictly under his discipline, he also becomes within a very short time another spiritual master. Now in nineteen sixty eight again there's a letter which has become quite well known. Srila Prabhupada writes, uh, he writes about the Bhakti, I'll, oh, okay, I'll read. The, Next January there will be an examination on this Bhagavad Gita. Papers will be sent to me by, papers will be sent by me to all the centers and those securing the minimum passing grade will be given the title as Bhakti Shastri. Similarly, another examination will be held on Lord Chaitanya's appearance day in February 1970 and it will be upon Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita. Those passing will get the title of Bhakti Vaibhava. Another examination will be held in 1971 on the four books Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya and Nectar of Devotion. One who will pass this examination will be awarded with the title of Bhaktivedanta. I want that all my spiritual sons and daughters will inherit this title of Bhaktivedanta so that the family transcendental diploma will continue through the generations. Those possessing the title of Bhaktivedanta will be allowed to initiate disciples. Maybe by 1975, all my disciples will be allowed to initiate and increase the numbers of the generations. That is my program. Now, of course, by 1975, Srila Prabhupada didn't allow anyone to initiate. Uh, he hadn't started that. But uh, he's talking about having his disciples initiate and he even though he didn't institute in 1975 that his disciples would initiate he wanted that his disciples and this is just two years after he'd founded ISKCON he wanted that they become well educated in the knowledge within his books and initiate guru means one who gives spiritual knowledge so they should know that he wants to he wants to give his own title of bhaktivedanta and the the ability to give that knowledge to others and he wants his disciples to have their own disciples the, uh, then january 1969 regarding your question about the disciplic succession Coming down from Arjuna, it is just like I have got my disciples, so in the future these many disciples may have many branches of disciplic succession. Clearly talking about initiation, that his disciples in future would be gurus. He was seeing that, even though if we look back now and see the level of devotees in 1969 in terms of their knowledge of Shastra and their maturity in Krishna consciousness and 
in most cases, their maturity as human beings. We, they were young people, so it it might seem that how can Srila Prabhupada talk about them becoming gurus? But Srila Prabhupada, he saw that just like a uh, a grandfather having seen the world for so many years, sees in his grandchildren grandfathers. They're the future. F- Child is the father of man. So he he saw that. And, and Srila Prabhupada had that idea that spreading Krishna consciousness all over the world with many gurus. Okay, 1971, on the appearance day of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila Prabhupada uh, said in his lecture on that day, oh, Krishna, the original father, Supreme Personality of Godhead, spoke the Vedic knowledge to Brahma. Lord Brahma spoke to Narad. Narad spoke to Vyas. Vyas spoke to Madhvacharya. So in this disciplic succession, Lord Chaitanya, from Lord Chaitanya, the six Goswamis, and similarly coming down, down, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, then Gorkishaw does Babaji Maharaj, then my spiritual master, then we are, the next generation, my disciples. Clear as a bell. <laughs> in a conversation in Detroit in 1971, Srila Prabhupada said, These students who are initiated from me, all of them will act as I am doing. Just like I have got many godbrothers, they are all acting. Similarly, all these disciples which I am making, initiating, they are being trained to become future spiritual masters. Whoever is initiated, he is competent to make disciples. So Srila Prabhupada said, my, my students who are initiated by me, they will act as I am doing, just like my godbrothers, they are initiating. So in the same way, I am training my disciples to be future spiritual masters. Now, uh, Srila Prabhupada again writing to Achyutananda four years after he had written to Achyutananda. In reply to Achyutananda, I don't think he was sannyasi at that time, Achyutananda asking about himself initiating. So Srila Prabhupada wrote again in 1972 to him, Some time ago you asked my permission for accepting some disciples. Now the time is approaching very soon when you will have many disciples by your strong preaching work. Stick to the line of our strong preaching method and many misguided persons will be blessed by your proper guiding. So the fact that Achyutananda himself didn't personally take this up does not undermine the fact that Srila Prabhupada wanted him and all of his disciples to do so. Now here's another one which is really irrefutable. Srila Prabhupada said, We have got this message from Krishna, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, from the six Goswamis, later on Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, and we are trying our bit also to distribute this knowledge. Now 10th, 11th, 12th, my Guru Maharaj is 10th from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I am 11th, you are the 12th. He doesn't expect the He doesn't expect that the disciplic succession is just going to stop. Again in 1972, 
lauded many times in 1972. Srila Prabhupada said, uh, as I'm an old man, I'm, tra I'm traveling all over the world. Now to give me relief, the GBC members, I shall expand into 12 more so that they can ex work exactly like me. Gradually, they will be initiators, at least first initiation. You must make advancement. That is my motive. Srila Prabhupada was speaking to the GBC members uh, and saying that you, you, gradually you will be initiators. You are doing my work. This is in 1972, a letter from Srila Prabhupada. You are doing my work and you shall be like me and be yourselves the worthy representatives of our disciplic succession. In 1972, June the 29th, Atreya Rishi Das asked Srila Prabhupada, how many qualifications does a spiritual master have in terms of being a spiritual master? Srila Prabhupada, one qualification, he is a devotee of God, that's all. Atreya Rishi, does he have to be designated by the formal, former spiritual master? So the question's coming up. Uh, that's a common practice that in, in different sampradayas, Vaishnava and non-Vaishnava, that the present Acharya designates his successor. He says that the next one after me is going to be so-and-so. So Acharya Rishi is asking about this. Does he have to be designated by the former spiritual master? He has to be a devotee, surrendered and designates des and designated that identity. Ah. That identifies disciplic succession, both surrender and designation. Srila Prabhupada said, So far designation is concerned, the spiritual master authorizes every one of his disciples. So it's not that Srila Prabhupada designated any one particular person, but all of his disciples. But it is up to the spiritual it is up to the disciple to carry out the order, able to carry out or not. It is not that the spiritual master is partial. He designates one and rejects another. He may do that. If the other is not qualified, he can do that. But actually his, his intention is not like that. He wants that each and every one of his disciples become as powerful as he is or more than that. That is his desire. Just like the father wants every son to be as qualified or more qualified than the father. But it is up to the student or the son to raise himself to that standard. If you are incapable of raising yourself to the standard of becoming a spiritual master, that is not your spiritual master's fault, that is your fault. He wants it. Just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Amar Agyai Guru Hoya. The Srila Prabhupada, there's <laughs> hardly any explanation needed. Again and again, Srila Prabhupada is saying that my disciples, they should all, they all have the, just by being his disciples, they have the right to initiate and they should be spiritual masters, but uh, they have to become qualified by following the order of the guru and then they themselves become a guru. Again, on his Vyasa Puja day, commonly on his Vyasa Puja day, Srila Prabhupada would say this. In 1973, Srila Prabhupada said, 
You'll have to become spiritual master. You, all my disciples, everyone should become spiritual master. Then, in a lecture in Mayapur, in 1975, Srila Prabhupada said, To become Acharya is not very difficult. First of all, become a very faithful servant of your Acharya. Follow strictly what he says. Try to please him and spread Krishna consciousness. That's all. It is not at all difficult. Try to follow the instruction of your Guru Maharaj and spread Krishna consciousness. That is the order of Lord Chaitanya. So one who is spreading Krishna Upadesh, simply repeat what is said by Krishna, then you become Acharya. Not difficult at all. Everything is stated there. We simply have to repeat like a parrot. Not exactly a parrot. Srila Prabhupada continued, A parrot does not understand the meaning, he simply vibrates. But you should understand the meaning also, otherwise how can you explain? So we want to spread Krishna consciousness. Simply prepare yourself how to repeat Krishna's instructions very nicely without any malinterpretation. Then in future, suppose you have now got 10,000. Srila Prabhupada is saying, suppose we've got now 10,000 devotees. We shall expand to 100,000. That is required. Then 100,000 to a million and a million to 10 million. Devotees say, Jai! This is during your class. And Srila Prabhupada said, there will be no scarcity of our chariots and people will understand Krishna consciousness very easily. So again, Srila Prabhupada is saying, his disciples should become acharyas. He wanted them all to become acharyas. And gives the qualification also. Try to become a very faithful servant of your acharya. Follow strictly what he says. Try to please him and spread Krishna consciousness. It is not difficult. That is the order of Lord Chaitanya. So being an acharya means <laughs> you accept disciples. Don't throw out all this word jugglery of Ritvikism. It's a clear order of Srila Prabhupada that they, he wanted them to be Acharyas, which means they, Acharya means who teaches by example. So one has to be qualified by preaching and following, and then you be an Acharya. Now, Srila Prabhupada in 1976 was discussing a situation that had arisen with one of his disciples who was charismatic and practically had his own disciples. They were like a sub-movement within the whole of ISKCON. Srila Prabhupada ad addressed this issue by saying, every one of you should become a guru, but why an immature attempt? That is my question. Everyone will become a guru when he is an expert disciple, but why this immature attempt? Guru is not a thing for imitation. When one is mature, he becomes a guru automatically. What is the answer to this? They're making some attempt to become a guru. I am training you all to become a guru in the future. Again and again, Srila Prabhupada is saying. Now the Krishna consciousness movement, the properties and everything, I will not take with me. They will remain where, where they are. It requires very mature treatment. 
but there has been some attempt to become a guru immediately. Am I correct or not? We are also acting as guru, Srila Prabhupada said. I'm acting as a guru. My other godbrothers, they are also doing that. But we never attempted during the lifetime of our guru Maharaj. So Srila Prabhupada is saying, yeah, in, the, in, the, in future you all be gurus, just like my guru, Srila Prabhupada said, my guru, his disciples, they're accepting disciples. So in future you also do. So this is an issue which I plan to take up in a future talk about initiating in the presence of one's guru. Srila Prabhupada, speaking to the GBC, said, You each be guru. As I have 5,000 disciples or 10,000, so you have 10,000 each. In this way, create branches and branches of the Chaitanya tree. Uh, then in 1976, in December of 1976, less than a year before departing this world, Srila Prabhupada, in a lecture, uh, stated that in a lecture, in other words, not private information, it's out there in public for everyone, recorded for everyone. We have got this information from His Divine Grace Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and that knowledge is still going on. You are receiving through His servant, and in future the same knowledge will go to your students. This is called Parampara system. It is not that you have become a student and you'll remain a student. No, one day you'll also become guru and make more students, more students, more. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, not that perpetually. Yes, one should remain perpetually a student, but one, he has to act as a guru. That is the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It is not that because I am acting as a guru, I am no longer a student. No, I am still a student. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught us this instruction that we shall always remain a foolish student before our Guru Maharaj. That is the Vedic culture. I may be a very big man, but still I should rem remain a foolish student to my Guru. That is the qualification. Guru More Murkadeki Korilo Shashan. We should be always prepared to be controlled by the Guru. That is a very good qualification. And Srila Prabhupada went on to speak more about how a guru is a student, but he's a teacher. Always we're a disciple, but you you see Srila Prabhupada is pushing. He's just, he's, of course we didn't know at the time that he was about to pass away. Now in 1977, in April, when Srila Prabhupada's health was already to our mortal vision, declining, uh, and then within a few months he passed away. Srila Prabhupada said, Like father, like son, you should be everyone. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, guru taro idish. He asked everyone, Just become guru, follow his instruction, become guru. Don't manufacture ideas. What I say you do, you become a guru. Where is the difficulty and what is your agya? Jari, uh, where is the difficulty? And, and yeah, and then what is your agya? So, Amar agya, what is your what is your order? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Jare Deko Tarikoha Krishna Upadesh. Bas, everything is there in the Bhagavad Gita. You simply repeat, that's all. You become guru. To become a guru is not a difficult job. Follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and speak what Krishna has said. Bas, 
you become guru. Now these are from, these, these are various quotes. Uh, in another one, Srila Prabhupada said, the parampara system must be maintained. Srila Prabhupada spoke of millions of gurus we've just heard. From the beginning of his ministration in the West, he would quote verses that begin, Jare Deko Tare Koha, Kiba Vipra, and enjoin his listeners to become gurus. He told them the process and qualification to become guru. You become a student, you repeat what Krishna says. Uh, the whole thing is summarized in uh, two sentences from Srila Prabhupada's purport to Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter 9, Text 43. One who is now the disciple is the next spiritual master. And one cannot be a bona fide and authorized spiritual master unless one has been strictly obedient to his spiritual master. And of course, the Ritvik Vadis may say, well, you see, no one's properly strictly obedient uh, so no one's a bona fide and authorized spiritual master. So they're also not strictly obedient. <laughs> what are they saying? No one, anyway, we'll talk about it later. It's, it's quite a concoction. There is a book written by Virabahu Prabhu, a disciple of Srila Prabhupada, written quite some years ago. It's called The Guru and What Srila Prabhupada Said. And there's, there are literally dozens of quotes from Srila Prabhupada that establish his desire that his disciples initiate their own disciples. One such quote establishes this as the law of disciplic succession. This is a letter to Tushta Krishna Swami written in, on the 2nd of December 1975. Uh, it's quite a, an extensive quote. Um, I'll read it out. Every student is expected to become Acharya. Acharya means one who knows the scriptural injunctions and follows them practically in life and teaches them to his disciples. I have given you sannyas with the great hope that in my absence you will preach the cult throughout the world and thus become recognized by Krishna as the most sincere servant of the Lord. So I'm very pleased that you have not deviated from the principles I have taught and thus with power of attorney go on preaching Krishna consciousness. That will make me very happy as it is confirmed in the Guruvashtakam. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadaha. Just by, ex just by satisfying your spiritual master who is accepted as the bona fide representative of the Lord, you satisfy Krishna immediately without any doubt. Continuing, Srila Prabhupada continues in this letter, keep trained up very rigidly and then you are bona fide guru and you can accept disciples on the same principle. But as a matter of etiquette, it is the custom that during the lifetime of your spiritual master you bring the prospective disciples to him and in his absence or disappearance you can accept disciples without any limitation. This is the law of disciplic succession. I want to see my disciples become bona fide spiritual masters and spread Krishna consciousness very widely. That will make me and Krishna very happy. 
So the Ridvig Vadis, they say, no, Prabhupada's still present, and therefore he can go on initiating, but Srila Prabhupada talks, states here, uh, during the lifetime of your spiritual master, you may bring the prospective disciples to him, and in his absence or disappearance, you can accept disciples without any limitation. So, of course, in one sense, Srila Prabhupada... In one very important sense, Srila Prabhupada is still present with us here in the world today. And another very important sense, he's also not. He's not present in the in the mat. In this way, he says that when after his disappearance, his disciples can accept disciples without any limitation. So there you go. You can interpret by just like a lawyer can. They know how to twist things with some false logic and strange uh, interpretation of words and phrases. But it's it's pretty clear if one is straightforward that Srila Prabhupada wanted his disciples to initiate. He had that idea from the very beginning of his ministration in the West. And in the absence of any clear directive to, to change that, which is simply not there, uh, that should be the system. However, there is an unspoken, un, often unspoken, at least not publicly, within ISKCON. It's spoken very publicly on the outside of ISKCON, but within ISKCON, it's almost taboo to state publicly that there are problems with the way guruship is going on in ISKCON at the present time. There are so many points to discuss. The description of gurus in Srila Prabhupada's books and the reality we perceive about the gurus we see today often appears to be quite different. Uh, Srila Prabhupada in one letter, this is 1975, he said, all of our students will have to become guru, but they're not qualified. This is the difficulty. That's quite explosive if you want to make an explosive statement. Um, but my aim in giving this series of talks is not, not so much to be in, make explosions. There are already enough explosions going on without my trying to detonate some more, but just uh, and not exactly damage control either, uh, but just addressing issues. And, and there are so many issues. It's not the only... There are many issues facing our movement at the present time, which is to be expected. When there, a movement is there to push back the Kali Yuga, we, we can expect that there will be so many uh, issues will arise. So guru issues are major issues, and child abuse issues are major issues, and gender issues are major issues. There, there are major issues. There are major fault lines which threaten to to split the solid 
solidarity and the solidity of this movement. So I'm just discussing about the guru issues just now, and uh, I pray that some good will come of it. And some devotees have already expressed some appreciation for my doing so. At least it it may be cathartic for those who feel bottled up with various issues in their minds and they can't come to grips with what's going on. Anyway, there's much more to be said and for now I'll just offer my obeisance to all those who have kindly listened so far in this talk and to all the Vaishnavas. Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhubya evaja patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha dante nithaya chunakang padaya nipatya kridva chakaku shatameta daham bravimi he sadava sakala eva vihaya durat goranga chandra charane kurutanu raga parivadatu jano yatha tatava Nanu mukharo navayang vicharayamaha. Hari rasamadira madati mata bhuvi vilutama nartama nirvishama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. <laughs> 